This is Unclaimed Bands, episode 14. Hey music lovers, welcome to another edition of Unclaimed Bands. This time around, we are sitting here with Something Kept Hidden. Hi, I'm Eddie, bass, vocals. Jay, guitars, vocals, everything else. Well, welcome guys. So, how did Something Kept Hidden come together? We've all been like playing in like respective projects. Um, so Eddie being my brother, um, you know, we've always been a very musical family. So, uh, you know, we, we decided we wanted to do our own thing. And uh, I knew Finn, our singer, from uh, way back. <laughs> and um, it, it kind of like organically happened. Everything with this band has been very organic. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because we started, Finn and I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the breakdown. Finn and I, we wanted to work on a project um, this was before uh, this whole thing happened. And it was a very conceptual, kind of uh, character-based um, vibe where, you know, like there were different characters in these songs and we were going to put together an album kind of, uh, I don't want to say a la Tommy, but <clears throat> in that similar vein. And it just didn't work out. You know, things were happening with each other and, and we just never really got together. And we actually wrote one of our songs, Dakota, uh, together. The, the, the one time we got together with this grand idea. And then, you know, months go by, and Eddie and I are like, dude, you know what? Like, I'm tired of, like, dealing with other people. Like, let's just, let's just do something. So we wrote a couple tunes together, and uh, him and I were going to do the vocals. And I was just like, look, you know, we need a singer. Um, just because I wasn't very confident in my voice at the time. Um, you know, Eddie was just like, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's just like a whatever kind of dude, which is great. And... Uh, I said, I got this guy Finn, man. Let's uh, let's bring him out. You know, I'm gonna send him the tracks. He'll write some stuff. He came in to our rehearsal at at Eddie's place, and uh, we wrote further away. In what, like two hours? Yeah. He uh, first thing he said to me is, "Can I scream in here?" And he let one blow, man, oh. in it. Oh, just shut nice. the windows, dude. Th let me tell you something right now. This dude, we used to rehearse in here, and like neighbors would ask me if everything was okay. <laughs> oh wow! Like he's just a he's he's a powerhouse. He's a monster, and and he's he doesn't look it. He's just like a very like, you know, interesting kind of guy, and he just opens his mouth, and it's just like this growl. I never heard anything like it. So we're like, you know, we got to we got to work with this guy, and um, you know, we we've been we've been trudging along ever since. What does your band name mean to you? It it it, it it's very relevant to the subject matter of the tunes. Um, we're the kind of band, and forgive my pretentiousness here, um, but we're the kind of band that um, we like to dig a little deeper into things. You know, we, I personally, and, and I'm, I'm sure Eddie feels the same way, and, and Finn definitely does, um, you know, we were very bored with, with what was happening. We wanted to be the band that we always wanted to see and hear. And um, to quote Gene Simmons, um, do I have to pay him for that? I don't, I don't have to pay him, do I? Okay. I'm sure I'm for it. We'll have his people I'll, call your people. I'll be getting a phone call like, Jay, it's Gene Simmons. Um, you, uh, you mentioned my name. I need $35. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, we, Finn especially is a, is a very, he's a very deep individual. You know, we never want to look. Everything that we see, there's something behind it. There's something to it. Um, whether it be things we see on the news, stories we've read, um, you know, people that we know personally, uh, 
there, there's something behind that that's, all, that's always intrigued us. It's like the human psyche forcing itself to look at itself in a way. So the, the name something kept hidden for us means that no matter what you see, no matter what is going on, no matter how tragic it is, you know, there's something behind that as well. There's something hidden in that. Um, and and that, that's really something that we wanted to convey in the subject matter as well. We have a lot of songs that are, that are very, um, you know, they're dark, but not so dark to where it's like gruesome. You know, we don't want to scare people. That's, that's not the vibe that we're putting off. It's not, hey, we're here to scare you. What we want to do is invoke something in people that, that, we, don't, that we know is there and they know is there. We just don't talk about it. You know. So you're trying to actually invoke people to look a little bit more introspectively to themselves. Exactly, exactly. Um, we have a song called High Five, which um, the subject matter, in a nutshell, is about a, a, a father who, who denounces his gay son, you know, wants nothing to do with him, yet at night he's perusing the internet looking for, for you know, different, like, guys to have sex with and winds up giving his wife AIDS. So that's the kind, those things happen. That's real. I mean, as, 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 as rare as it is, it's real. And although a lot of people are kind of like, mm, you know, it's a little uncomfortable for me. Um, you know, that, that's good because these mm. things do happen. And it, and it's like I said, there's something behind that motive. You know, it's almost like American beauty in a way, like, like that movie, you know, the guy mm. was, was, you know, throwing the, 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 the F word around a lot. And, you know, next thing you know, he's trying to kiss Kevin Spacey. It's like th those kinds of things intrigue us. So that, that, that I would say is a, a very important part of the band. How do, you, how do you find your fans react to that type of, you know, when, when there's obviously a, a, a lenience towards a lot of bands, this makes something that's, you know, with a catchy hook, good beat, you know, and sometimes lyrics take a back seat. How do you guys approach it? How do you think your fans feel about that? Uh, it's interesting because... Some of them are very kind of blown away by it. Um, but, but the beautiful thing is that there are some that have no idea what we're talking about. And that's the great thing. Um, that, that's what, what we talked about in the beginning was, you know, you kind of want... There, there's a song... Uh, you know that song Electric Avenue by Eddie yeah. Grant? Yes. Great song. I love it. I don't care. Um, you know, you're dancing to it in the club and all this. And, and meanwhile, he, he's talking about revolution. He's talking about like 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 blood in the streets and violence and all this stuff. Yet everyone's like, "We're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue." Oh, it's like, yeah. dude, you have no idea. You have no idea what they're Almost saying. Almost like half of Bruce Springsteen songs. Yeah, you know where what? Everyone thinks he's this like pro-American. Oh, rah rah rah. You do not want person, me on Springsteen. I can. I. We don't have <laughs> enough time. That guy is the end-all, be-all of my life. <laughs> like he's seriously Bruce if you're listening I love you something kept hidden for the next door yeah oh, oh my god are you kidding it's funny because I was saying you know Chris, You know, around Christmas time you know that song comes on um, you know Santa Claus has come to town yes and I said you know Bruce is the only guy that can make this song sound like it means something like I feel like it means something you know like like Bruce is speaking to me on some levels you better watch out <laughs> you know and I'm like that's right yep. Do you feel like currently it's the bands that lack the passion to make that type of music? Or do you think it's the fans that lack the passion to receive that type of music? That's a good question. Um, I think that, I think it's kind of like a cycle. I think that because, you know, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Um, 
you know, is like you said, is it is it because the the bands are, hey man, you know, we we gotta get we gotta get famous fast. That's all this is. Everybody wants to be famous fast. Everybody wants to be on the real world. Everybody wants to be on Jersey Shore. Everybody wants to be on these reality shows. I know we don't. I don't even think I can make it. I'm um, I'm too Irish for that. But um, <laughs> so I'm I got Italian in me too. So don't I don't want to get any kind of weird stuff. He's wearing a white T-shirt. Oh yeah, I'm well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the the wife beater going. You know, I just hang out in tight pants. Um, <laughs> but everybody wants to get rich fast. They want to get famous fast. Um, so they're they're just pumping out this stuff. Doesn't matter, you know. Like you said, as long as there's a good hook, a good rhythm. People can can dance to it. That's fine. Lyrics are taking a back seat. Um, but I do think that that, that we are, as, as music fans as well, I say we because I am a fan of music, we are to blame as well because we haven't stood up and said, this is crap. This is absolute crap. What are you trying to force feed me? I mean, there are some bands out there now. I mean, I know that pop music is what it is. I am a fan of pop music. Um, you know, George Michael, Prince... Um, these guys have, have influenced me in, in some way. But, you know, pop music today and rock in, in general, I, 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 it's tough for me because with rock, you, there's, there's so little that there, I have no point of reference. Like, like, I love the Kings of Leon. I think that they are, are, are a band out there that's really making, like, a, like, there's like a movement with those guys. I picked up their new record. Um, was it uh, as, uh, Before Sundown or whatever? I downloaded it. Forgive me. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't go. I don't go to my local record store and and buy records. I don't have a record player, dude. I have a Mac. I don't, like, I don't like, think there's a record record store anyway. So. I don't I, think there's I, a record store. On I think Cache there is. Avenue. I think there is. But when you walk in there, they look at you like you're crazy. But um, well, yeah. What are you doing here? <laughs> shouldn't, you, shouldn't you be sitting in the comfort of your own home downloading still music? Collect these. Yeah. But, um, you know, I downloaded it, and, and, I mean, just those guys front to back are, are mind-blowing. And that's a good thing. They're doing something, and they have a lot of fans. But with pop music and everything, and the things that are coming out now, we've become so lazy with our listening. It's so passive. You know, everybody wants to escape. We have to escape this reality that we have in front of us. And it's like, well, why? You know, I listen to cats like Springsteen and Dylan and, and, and things like that who are... Unfortunately, I wasn't around to, to witness these movements. Um, I wish I could, but I, I, I hope to one day maybe be the guys that are, that are doing that. You know? so I think, I think, it, I think it, the, the blame rests on both sides. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well said. Now, given all of that, how do you plan to promote this band? It's interesting because now the way that... Um, with the, with the way that the internet is and the way that, that, that digital media is, you know, uh, every, everything's at our disposal at this point. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing. A lot of people think it's, it, that it's, it's ruined the music industry, um, which it has. It, it's ruined the, indus the industry that we once knew as like this tyrannical uh, entity that loomed over bands and didn't allow them to, to – to, 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 it's sealing them, you know. Um, now we have so much access to everything where this band can only go as far as we let it. So with the promotion aspect of it, we can do whatever we want. There's so many avenues of promotion. Um, we plan on utilizing all of them every, every way, shape or form. I mean, I'm talking from, from printed press to, uh, you know, uh, media bombs, you know, let's make something pop here. You know, like, like I'm not doing this for fun. 
like this is real to me, you know, and I hope it's real to you too. Like that, that's, that's pretty much the, the way that we're going to go with it. Do you find some forms of promotion more effective or less effective? Uh, nowadays, obviously with the internet, um, you know, uh, Facebook invites, hanging um, up flyers doesn't really work that yeah, well. Yeah, dude, I remember, oh my God. I remember being like a, like a teenager walking up and down South Street. Try, stapler gun. Yep. Trying to find flyers that are bright The old color. South Street. The old South Street. The old South yeah, Street. Yeah, I don't support the new South Street. There, I said it. Something Kept Hidden does not support the new South Street. Crucify me. Um, I'm not allowed to hang flyers up there anymore. Yeah, you can't. What are you going to no, hang them on? Find. What are you going to hang them on? The, the, the red lamp post? It looks like Disney World down there. <laughs> the tree full of gum? Yeah, I'm like, where, where are all my junkies? <laughs> does that still exist? No, I'm not sure. No, they took it down. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, the, oh, the gum, gum tree, tree took it down. Oh, no. Well, dude, I mean, like, not for nothing, but I went up there the other day, and I looked around, and I was like, where are the junkies? Where are the homeless people? Where are the rats? Where are the drags? You know where they're at? They're all working at like PNC Bank, and all these like they. It's like, what are you doing? This is South Street, man. You know, this is this was that was like everything back in the day, and I'm talking like back in the day, like five years ago, back in the day. People walking around with cheetah print hair and yeah, it was great. I mean, it was South Street, you know. It, but now, now it's Fat Tuesdays and God, we do not support Fat Tuesdays. Yeah, baby <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, and and like boutiques. Everything's a boutique. Flower shop. How many rhinestone belts do we need? <laughs> like, 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 do we need that many? Is there like a like a like a commodity in the neighborhood for rhinestones? <laughs> because if there is, these people are making billions. We're in the wrong business. I'm buying one of them bedazzlers. I'm gonna sit here all night long, dude. But oh, um, the rhinestone belts. Yes, we do not support rhinestone belts either. The rhinestone. We're not gonna talk about what we support. We're gonna talk about what we do not support. Um, you know, <laughs> what, what was the question? <laughs> Promotion. Promotion. Being less effective, oh, okay. more effective. That being less effective. Um, but m the most effective way I think rhinestones nowadays... Rhinestones aren't... Prom okay. They're not promotional. Not promotional. Um, okay. I do have a Something Kept Hidden rhinestone uh, denim jacket that I have for sale if anybody wants to buy it. But... <laughs> that'd be great if we actually got, like, requests for that. But, um, no, uh, I, I find that, like I said, how lazy we've become. We, the best way to do it is to just keep on it. You just have to keep going, like... Invite people on Facebook. Send them messages on Facebook on, and MySpace <clears throat> and Twitter and all these things. We have a Twitter account that I've logged into maybe once. <laughs> I don't even... I'm like, okay, like this is just like Facebook, but... Okay, so along the lines with uh, promoting through Facebook, you, you say about sending the invites out. How do you distinguish yourself? How are you going to get yourself you know, noticed beyond the other 10 bands that someone's exactly. getting, getting that same invite, that same form factor from? Right. What, how are you going to set yourselves apart? That's uh, that's and, and a real... not, not for your your hard you know diehard fans that come see you, but to attract that new people. Exactly. Well, with with the name something kept hidden, and you know the uh, subject matter of the songs, you know we we can really get people thinking. You know we really have an idea of like making people want to know what it is before they even know it's a band. You know, get that image in their head. You know, put it out there. Like that, that's what people want. They just don't want to see another invitation. That's right. One of yeah. our flyers actually uh, had, we, we, we played a show uh, at the fire. And the flyer was literally just a picture of um, Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Yes, I saw that flyer. Yeah, yeah. I know, you know what you're talking about. And we didn't put anything, you know, like that it was a band or anything. It just said, come put the lotion on the skin at this date, <laughs> you know, at the fire. And we had people show up, like saying, "Like, dude, I, you know, I saw this thing." And I was Smart just like, advertising. I was just like, "What is this?" 
I um, my bottle of lotion. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. People were coming in. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, the Craigslist killer decided oh, to show Jesus up. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, and Craigslist is 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 uh, not a good way to, to promote either because you get so lost in a sea of, of just advertisements. You know, like you look on the, the musician section and a lot of it is promotion of shows. And it, it just gets lost. It really does. So, you know, to kind of play off what what Sean said um it it is tough because the, you know everybody and their mothers in a band everybody and their mother thinks that oh hey you know what i've got going on is different and you know and and i'm sitting here saying oh yeah we're invoking this thing and and you know there are people like yeah i listen to it i don't invoke nothing in me but um you know i think a lot of it has to do with imagery um unfortunately a lot of it has to do with um you know who you know if you're a socialite, if you know you're out in the scene, stuff like that, um, you know. But but mostly, I think what's what's going to happen and what has been happening is that um, you know word of mouth. Our live show is is we've had bands say to us, "Why did you have to go on before us? Why did you have to go on first? Now I've got to follow that." Um, we come from a very old school way, you know. If you're coming to see a show, you know you left your house. And, and you want to see something. And we're going to give you something. And that word of mouth is going to help with the promotions and, and, and keep us afloat in this, you know, infinite sea of, 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 of geniuses. I just did air quotes. Geniuses. So that, 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 that's the answer to your question. Well, you brought up shows. And before we dive into talking about that, why don't we hear a track? All right. That's great. Sound good? Sounds good. Awesome. Here is God's Children by Something Kept Hidden. God calling this marvelous, rebasing, praise Jesus. Not a prostitute, but she's generous. And to God, I spoke to the
You just heard God's Children by Something Kept Hidden. Awesome song, guys. Well, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, that song's interesting. Um, you know, we talked a lot about subject matter. And uh, <laughs> it's funny because a lot of people have misinterpreted that as a religious song, meaning like a gospel you know the the like what's that one? What's Striper version two? Right? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, for for those of you who who really care, the the, the song is is about <clears throat> something that we read in the news. Uh, there was a preacher who was with a prostitute. He was a Baptist preacher, I think. Um, no offense to the Baptists. I'm not saying it's all you, but uh, you know, I know we're doing a lot of Baptists that smoked angel dust. And <laughs> he was with a prostitute, and they were smoking angel dust. And he freaked out and killed her and held himself up in a, in a hotel room and cut out his own eyes as penance to God. And um, that's where we came up with the idea for the song. Um, and a lot of people have been like, oh, that Praise Jesus song. I love that. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you, you like that, do you? Yeah, you know what that's about. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Did you really listen you to need, it? You need to provide a lyric sheet. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have to do that. Uh, we're actually going to just hand them out in the audience. Like, no, that, this is very important. And you, what you can do is you can mask it. So it looks like one of the preacher sheets, like the mass ones. Yeah. And then it'll open it up. It'll be your lyrics. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, we need to do something like that because... Um, you know, live, a lot of things, a lot of things get lost live. I'm going to find one up at Broad and Susquehanna, but I'm, I'm <laughs> at my friend's house at Temple. I'm gonna like, <laughs> Just look for one. Yeah, It'll get that there. to me as soon oh, as okay. possible, please. Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Awesome. Now, where did you find that story at, if you can recall? And where do you find these stories for your subject matter when it comes to the media? Like, like I said, uh, you know, uh, in, in a, in a, the media these days is is such a cesspool. You are bombarded with everything, you know, everything from, and especially living in Philadelphia. Um, you know, it, it, they they can tell you about, uh, you know, kids being stabbed at a school, and then go right into the AccuWeather five day forecast kind of thing seamlessly. Um, so with all this bombardment, you know. Uh, kind of playing on the band name and, 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 you know, how we feel about those kinds of things. We, we dig deeper. Um, you know, I, I'm not saying there's a specific website or anything, but it's just those things you kind of hear about. Um, you know, th- that, that to me is, is, is where, like I said, with the name, you know, the, the, something kept hidden. There's, there's things behind these things and there's, there's, there's news out there and things happening that we don't know about, whether it's because of, you know, media suppression or, or we just, we just, our psyche just kind of passes right over that. Like, oh, you know, like it never even happened, like a subliminal message. Um, but with that in particular, um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really, I, I can't recall where we heard that. I think Finn heard it. Uh, I just don't know where he did. So let's talk about the album. Does it have a name yet? Right <laughs> now, we, we have a few names in the works. Um, trying to capture what's going on with this record. Uh, because a lot of the songs are very character-based. A lot of the songs have a lot of right. uh, themes. You know, the, I, I would say that there's an overall theme for the record. Um, we're just not quite sure what that is yet. Trying to embody all the, these creative things that you've, you've worked so hard for into like three or four words is very tough. Um, that's like the beauty of guys like Tom Petty. They can just, they, they say like one line and, and it, just, it just grabs everything you're feeling. You know, like, like but 
it, that's been a, that's been a bit of a struggle for us as of right now because we're thinking, okay, you know, what what this album, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of character driven stuff. Um, you know, what what can we say in so many words that's going to make people get it? You know, um, so so right now we don't have a, a name for the record, but it will be coming very soon. I can feel that. I thought we were leaning towards gospel hits. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> The Living Truth. That's what we're going to call it. The, the now living... this, 18. And right. people will think it's a now record. <laughs> Justin no, kept now this. the essentials. <laughs> yeah, yes, the greatest exactly. hit so far. Um, I think we need to get Lil Wayne up on a track real quick before we do anything else. Wow. No love. Yes. <laughs> Both of you have been in other bands before, correct? Yes. Yes. Now, how is the recording and writing for this album differ from your past projects? Uh, this one compared to my past ones, it's just, it's really easy going, you know, a lot, a lot of tension before, you know, we just flow and we get along really well. The writing process is, you know, easy and yeah, it's a very organic, like I, I, I hate saying that word, um, because it's become synonymous with Name like, the album Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Yeah. The, the soybean future. Multigrain. <laughs> yeah. Multigrain. Uh, but, um, humming hummus. <laughs> You know, it, it, it's very natural. Um, generally, the way that these songs are written, um, the way that I would say 90% of these songs have literally been, um, one of us comes in with a riff, one of us has a vocal idea, and we just take off. I mean, it's not... Uh, the bands that I've been in before have been, hey, I got this tune, here it is. They come in, they sit down, they show it to you, Um you play along with it, you know, you, you throw some ideas in here and there to, uh, you know, a bridge, a pre-chorus, a tunnel, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, and, uh, and then that's it. Uh, with this band, you know, literally every single member of this band has their hand in the pot when it comes to writing. A lot of these, uh, you know, a few of these songs, uh, Dakota, for example, um, I had that, that, guitar line sitting around for months and I and Finn I went to go to his place and he said look before I even whipped it out he, he, he sings me this vocal melody and I said I think I have something for it and I played the song the, the, the guitar line and you know we modified things here and there it's not just like oh my god like the, you know we're connected on some kind of thing but most of the time that that's how it works we modify things to fit one another and uh and then we just take it from there. It's it's a very flowing process. I mean, we hit walls every once in a while, but the creative process in this band, as opposed to others, is it's a it's something that I I find that that's really really um, you know uh, unspoken in that way. Um, you know, we, we we don't sit here. We're not like Rush or something. Have we counted how many names I've dropped since, <laughs> since we started this? Yeah, we'll um, later. About 15. Yeah, uh, we're, we're not like that kind of band. or, or like, like we, We're a progressive band. We have progressive intentions, but with more of like a punk kind of dirty rock and roll kind of vibe. Um, so that actually works out very well, too, because we all come from different schools. Um, Finn was, was in, a, uh, he was in a, a, a very heavy metal band before he joined this for like 10 years. Um, like very heavy. You know, Eddie came from, you know, the sleaziest, dirtiest rock and roll band I'd ever heard. Um, I mean, they make, the, they make the New York Dolls go like, God, take a bath. 
That's, that's what happens when you don't practice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, and you know, and my my former project uh, was, you know, a very Guns and Roses, angry kind of thing. And and with this band in particular, all those influences shine through without being contrived or, you know, uh, I think it was Phil Anselmo that said, uh, you know, it used to be you take your 10 favorite bands and try to sound like them and that's how you had a band. You know, now it's like you just pick one band that you all like and just try to sound exactly like them. With this band, uh, you know, with the writing process, we've, um, you know, we've taken that into account, our influences, and we've set them aside in that way. Um, you know, uh, none of us can say, oh, well, I, you know, I want this band to sound like this or that. Um, we've taken our, our pride in that way and set it aside and said, let's just make this music. And if it sounds like something else, cool. If it doesn't, that's cool too. You know, so that, that's pretty much how the songwriting process goes for us. Awesome. Sounds good. Has your live performance differed as well? It's a, that's an interesting thing. Um, we are constantly trying to um, keep keep ourselves on our toes, and uh, and that's not to, to the discredit of bands that we've played with in the past, saying oh you don't keep us on our toes, um, because that's not true. Um, but we we ourselves have set expectations for what we're trying to convey, and we're not pulling chickens on the stage or anything like that, although I have suggested it. <laughs> You're not biting any heads off a of bat. No, no, it's been done. If it hasn't been done, we probably would. <laughs> but, but you know, it, the live show has... It's, it's, it's always modifying. It's always changing because not only do we realize that the audience gets bored with the same thing, but so do we. You know? So you don't approach it in a scripted manner, like okay, absolutely I'm be not over here for this lead over there for that. Absolutely not. That's good. Um, I mean, there are some things that that we do incorporate that that um, you know we think about. You know, because this is a, this is a very artsy vibe uh, to me, to me in particular. Um, to some people, it may be like I don't know what you're talking about, but to me, it, it has a very artsy kind of vibe because of um, you know, like I said, the character based stuff and all that. So with the live show, you know, we, we, want, we want that to shine through as well. Um, we're tired of shoegazers. <laughs> we're tired of, you know, it's like we're here to see you. That doesn't mean that, that you can just stand there and we're going to be enthralled with your presence. I saw a band not too long ago. And let me tell you something. This guy was a brilliant songwriter. He was brilliant. I thought that the lyric... The lyrical content was great. Uh, the, the the songs were good. Was that the night of the fire? No, no, no. This was another night. And uh, oh no, no. That that's Will Knox, dude. That he he's he's a cat. Um, but and he was brilliant. It was a band. And he just kind of stood there, and not like how like Roy Orbison stood there. Like like Roy would stand there and sing, and like you're just like oh god. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I kind of thought to myself, wow, if he was doing something like it was very pretentious in that way like oh i'm here <laughs> look at me it's like yeah that's great you know i paid 12 bucks to get in here and i'm paying five dollars a beer you want to help me out <laughs> you know well the way i look at it and you'll probably agree with me when i don't when when you get on stage you know it, it is what it is you know um when we get on stage now if, if you don't wake up in the morning with a, with a hurt neck you know yep, it wasn't right. a good show that's right i woke up one morning and my sternum popped I woke up, I sat up, and in my chest, it went pop. 
pop. I was like, good night last night, huh? <laughs> you know, you lose three pounds. <laughs> you know, you're ready to the go. The new workout plan. That's right, cardio. <laughs> forget crack cocaine, kids. <laughs> no, don't forget crack. Band. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. Sounds like you guys just can't stay away from playing. Oh, here we go. The and fun. that's going to be the next song that we play. It's Can't Stay Away by Something Kept Hidden.
You just heard Can't Stay Away by Something Kept Hidden. What advice do you have for people wanting to get into the music scene, start their own bands, other crusaders of the lost art? Look, um, I get it. It's I'm speaking to you directly. This is this means you. I get it. Um, it feels great to be on stage. You know, all the girls love you, and and you get free beer and all this. Um, it's not just that. <laughs> There's a lot more to this than than you than you think. Uh, when I first picked up a guitar, I was gonna be Bootsy Collins. I was gonna be Gene Simmons. I was gonna be these guys. And then I realized, wait a minute, I have to actually learn how to play. So my suggestion to you is to do the following. Uh, first and foremost, get a couple tattoos, okay? Uh, they're cool. They don't have to mean anything. Just get them. Um, learn how to play your instrument. That, that's a good one, too. Um, just take an hour a day. It, it just takes an hour a day, really. And uh, don't try to be like anybody else. Be yourself. I know it's great. You love Fallout Boy. You love all these bands. Ding! That's another name dropper. Uh, you love Katy Perry or whoever, <laughs> and, and 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 she's she's great. She's Elmo just, doesn't. She, yeah, evidently, <laughs> she's you know she, she's she's the bee's knees. But um, just do yourself a favor and be yourself. And uh, this is coming from you know a guy who's not really anybody yet. Uh, so I know I know what it's like to play to three people in a bar on a Wednesday night at one in the morning, and the guy at the end of the night hands you ten bucks. And says, thanks for playing. Or sometimes you've got to hand them money. Because you broke something. So, needless to say, you're going to run into things like that. Um, <laughs> so just, you know, if, if, if kids... I say to kids, you know, I run into a lot of kids that, that want to do this. And uh, they ask me for advice or whatever. And, you know, that's the advice I give them. You know, be yourself. Learn how to play your instrument. Don't take no for an answer. And, uh, you know, just make sure that this is what you want to do. <laughs> Because it, it's put a lot of gray hairs in my head, you know, at 26. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, what what I would say is, because I've been doing it for a few years now, and I thought that maybe a year would be famous. Yep. Be yeah. awesome. If I wasn't famous I'd by 21, it. I'd be dead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so here goes yeah. my name drop. Like Bon Scott said, man, it's a long way. Yeah, yeah, it's that's right. It doesn't happen overnight. And, yeah. Nice. Well, right. Thanks for taking the time. To Absolutely. sit with us and let us pick your brain. Absolutely. But before we sign off, where can we find you? You can find us uh, at somethingkepthiddenmusic.com. Nice. You could also find us on Facebook, uh, Facebook slash somethingkepthidden. You can find us on MySpace. I went on MySpace the other day and saw a tumbleweed go by. I don't think anybody goes on there anymore. But if, if you do, it's uh, myspace.com slash somethingkepthidden. You can find us on Twitter somewhere. I had to abbreviate. It's like, like SMD. T H G K P T H D E N. It's probably a Korean word for something else. Yeah, it probably is. I was wondering why we were getting letters. And you can find us on the streets. Yeah, you can find us on a street corner uh, begging for change because we need money. Nice. Um, yeah, so you know, go check us out. Uh, right now, there's a demo version of one of the tunes on the record uh, just because we didn't want to unleash anything yet. Which tune is up? Uh, Fortunato. Fortun oh, wow. A song called Fortunato. Um, for all you Edgar Allan Poe fans out there. Nice. Um, and uh, that's that's where you can find us. Um, you will most likely be seeing us very soon on the circuit. Uh, we've taken some time to make the record, obviously. 
but uh we will uh we'll be making you think awesome <laughs> we'll, well i'm sure that our listeners want to think they better if not this ain't the band for them we won't be kept hidden for long oh, oh ding, ding. I, I haven't come up with a pun yet i've just dropped a couple names so here's a, here's a, here's a couple more um uh bj thomas dr hook uh kiss smoky robinson and iggy and the stooges there I feel bad if you ever really do win an award. You're just going to be up there. Oh, dude, it's going to be over. There, I'll be, and I don't even smoke. There. I'll be like smoking a cigarette. <laughs> like, I have to bring the hook out. Yeah, you know, I'll just be telling people like, like just wagging my judgmental finger in their face, <laughs> telling them that everything they've done is a lie. <laughs> That's the one thing about interviews that I always was, was, was worried about is sounding pretentious. And I think I've accomplished that um, throughout this entire interview. So thank you for letting me be me. I'm of glad course. I can sit here and agree with you. Exactly. Yes. And uh, you know, Eddie the babysitter. Yeah. Something yeah. kept hidden does, however, support unclaimed bands. <laughs> That's that is that is right. That's all we need. Digital media. Digital media. <laughs> uh, we hate vinyl. This is this. All right. Just too scratchy. Stop him! Stop him before it goes further. This is Amanda Mayhem and Sean, and we are signing off with something kept hidden, as always, with passion. Wow. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of unclaimed bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.